The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, 2.0. Yeah. I'm uh, your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm, I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm Chaz, and I've got a bone to pick with you, because I'm a dog. And dogs love bones. Fuck! What were we thinking? What were we thinking? So, just to do a progress report. <laughs> we have made a significant investment. We For my brother, my brother, and me, 2.0, we redid the studio... We uh, did a well, huge, huge media blast. Huge media huge, blast. Huge media marketing blast. push. Maybe you saw us in Jurassic World, the trailer. I think the the biggest change, the biggest sacrifice that all th- between all three of us is that I had to go in and change the Twitter icon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For uh, my brother, my brother made that was probably the biggest change that any of us. Yeah, did. I mean, I was asleep during my dog body transformation where I got uh, surgically turned into a dog. So, like, I didn't really feel it, you know? Well, I've had to spend a lot of time cleaning up after Griffin. Does that <laughs> does that count as a sacrifice? I mean, Travis, I do it out of love. Travis, give us the skinny on just how explosive the growth of My Brother, My Brother, Me 2.0 has been. Uh, Well, we've seen about a point zero 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 three percent increase. So that's like, okay. so that's just one. Yeah, it was one guy. One guy, one guy who was the show. He was really into the Powerade stuff at first, and then he was like, "Okay, I get it." And then we kept doing it, and I was I was sitting with him while he was listening to it. I and, should and mention he got turned off about halfway through. I should mention I was going over our Powerade contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it here. Hold on. Okay, uh, if you turn to Index J, uh, and then Codex okay. B. And then uh, indices 13 through 6, it goes backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll actually see that they aren't paying us. There is no money There's involved. no money. Mu- we read through the contract oh. and, like, the exclusivity. Okay. We looked at the exclusivity. We're like, yes, yes, yes. They like, you don't have to mention the forbidden flavors. And we're like, good, because we wouldn't peddle that to our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Um, no but long we, pork we flavor. Didn't, we don't talk about the long pork flavor. Right. But what we didn't do was look over the contract for an, an index or a codex that mentions restitution. Well, fuck, money. I just, I just like signed a lease on a sports car that's branded with like Powerade down the side yeah. and on the hood, and and, yeah, and they're not, not. No, that's not. You're paying fuck. for that. Yeah, they, yeah, they're actually taking money out of our pockets. So why God did we sign on for a three year deal? We have like, a three year deal with with Powerade, and they're getting us coming and going. Yeah. So I don't think we can abandon my brother, my brother, me 2.0. We are legally into this, legally, legally we can. speaking. So welcome to my brother, my brother, me, 2.0. Boys in the house, get it? Sorry, 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 let's do it right. Powerade presents my brother, my brother, and me, 2.0. 
a Powerade experience. A Powerade experience. <laughs> Feel ride the lightning. I have to. I have to read this bit they have here. Make sure. Make sure to listen to the show on your Barnes and Noble Nook to get special enhanced media crossplay features, like a Catch the Chaz mini game, and also complimentary coupons for Powerade. Just an important question. Yeah. Does Powerade make the nook? What? Get yourself electrolyte blasted and then maybe dig into crime and punishment. <laughs> they have a co-sponsorship deal. It's a transmedia. It uh, makes complete sense when you think about it. It does. There's a there's no overlap there so that it can be All right, let's just get on with the fucking Let's just show. do the show and maybe focus on our core competencies and just i need some mm. some level of distraction there there will be some wet stunts um yeah i'm, st- I'm fine with the wet stunts. i'm fine with the wet stunts we're just not getting paid fucking anything for it this is this, this well, podcast was Griffin, an important revenue stream for me well done worth it no because i spent three hundred thousand dollars on this inflatable obstacle course Justin well, bought. No one the, told you to do that, Justin. Justin That's bought true. the wipeout obstacle course because he said, "quote I want to get really good at the wipeout obstacle course." And he mm-hmm. spent two hundred thousand dollars on the blob from the movie Heavyweights. Which, yeah, once which, again, no one told you to do, Justin. Yeah, also not worth two hundred thousand dollars. Like, maybe, well, maybe that's debatable. Maybe it's six a piece th- of history. Okay, let's uh, let's get on it. Uh, my husband Wait, has on a t- the blob. This- yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, all all episodes of the podcast will now be recorded on the blob. My husband has a terrible habit of removing his socks. <laughs> that was me on the block. Sorry, I jumped Sorry. on and flipped Griffin into the lake. <laughs> it's full of Powerade. <laughs> the worst part is if he's in the living room, the mosquitoes are terrible. Start a, terrible. a question. Stagnant lake. <laughs> I couldn't Start hear the question because I was flying through the air away from you. <laughs> Don't interrupt me. And don't make any more wipeout specific references. I won't get them. My brother has a terrible habit of removing his socks all over the house. The worst part is, if he's in the living room, he stuffs them between the couch cushions. Do you do weird things like this to annoy your wives? Oh, that annoy your wives, not specifically t- intended okay. to annoy oh, your wives. Oh, that was a way different. And meaning. what have they done to cope or get you to stop? And that's from Help Brothers. Please tell me how to restore my wedded bliss. This is from House of Socks in Houston. Uh... I don't think I have anything. You know, I'm pretty much no. I I do this. So this one I have. (laughs) Okay, is this a universal thing? Because I was thinking, oh, I do this. I take myself off everywhere. Well, it is weird how, like, in your day to day, no matter what you are doing, getting to that point where you're like, "What is with these fucking socks? Yeah, why am I wearing these bad boys? I gotta get these off." I will also often only take one off. And, like, it's not like I do that on purpose. Like, I'll take one off and then get distracted by something and realize, yeah. like, 45 minutes later, I just have one sock on and I have no idea what the other one is. I, I think of uh, it as, like, being a sock farmer where come come the winter seasons, I will have a harvest where I'm sitting in, in the living room with my wife, watching Orphan Black, and I'm like, ooh, I've got cold feet. I don't want to go into the bedroom, though, where I keep my socks normally. I wish I had a secret stash. And then... Well, lo and behold, secret stash is right there waiting for me. Now they're a little dry, but you know, in the winter, you gotta get the preserved stuff. You know what I mean? Maybe you've maybe you've brined them. Yeah, it's sock jerky essentially is what you're making. I think everybody has things like this in their life. I mean, I know I have my own little 
quirks. I I leave the toilet seat up. I make love to men and women other than my wife. I leave the cabinets <laughs> <Yeah>. open. Uh, <laughs> at and every at every turn. I I think that they you know it's it's part of the adjustment of living with another person. Yeah, everyone. I, mean, I just make stuff. love too good, you know. And my wife's so annoyed. She's like, oh, stop making love so good all the time. Yeah, like I, I, uh, I leave glasses of water around the house so much that I'm basically like the little girl from Signs, and also I've been <laughs> siphoning funds out of my wife's retirement account to buy myself crack, <laughs> and then I smoke all the crack, uh, and then sometimes I like don't do the dishes. Yeah, it's but it's you know hard. that's what that's what marriage marriage is like learning to love the fact that your husband is gaslighting you slowly. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like yeah, you're going insane, but maybe it's like you grow old and insane together. Yeah, the problem the problem with voicing these concerns are that like if 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 my wife says to me, "Hey, fucking with the cabinets, seriously, stop it," because mom used to get on us. Do you remember that? Like, mom would get on our case about this constantly because we would go into the kitchen and leave every cabinet open and then just walk out. So like, this has been a recurring problem. Uh, and and so Sydney will bring this up to me, and I'll like. The, the danger of that is I'll remember to close cabinets and to ex- expect a fucking medal for it. Yep. Yeah. Like, hey, check. Me. Hey, did you notice any cabinets today? Especially? <laughs> do you think <laughs> you see anything special in the kitchen? Anything huh? you noticed? Oh, did you cook? Did kitchen? you cook something special for me? No. I just didn't uh, fuck up as bad yeah, as right. I usually do. <laughs> Treat, please. I do the socks things constantly. Yeah. God, that's, that's just so annoying. I do. I leave them. I, but I usually like. I put I put the socks in a place where you, it could theoretically like if you were um a severely disturbed person could be the place where you put socks. Like I will I will drape them over the arm of the couch like oh no that was intentional. This is where I meant to put the socks. These I it's so they were in eyesight so I would get them later. I would say oh yeah oh, that's these, a good one. Oh yeah, these socks. I do a thing where I take my socks off after I ride the exercise bike which we keep in the living room watch our our property brothers. I, well, I bike, and I just grind it out, and I try to drop some LBs, and then I get off the bike, and I'm like, oh, sweaty socks, take them off and throw them on the floor. And I know that Rachel's like, I, w- I would prefer those not to be there, but in my mind, it's like, I just worked out. Like, <laughs> I earned this. Uh, do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kansky. <sighs> Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo. Climbing that ladder. Yeah, I almost said, I almost just like let her rip with a nickname. Um, well, her kind of thing is climbing that ladder. Climbing that Zoe ladder. Kinski's well, but then thing. what if she's on top? Then it's we're being falling off that ladder, falling off, falling off that ladder, but grabbing back onto it at the last second. But now she's about midway down. Got to climb her way back. Top up. of the ladder, about six rungs up. Uh, okay, wait. Quick, quick aside. Uh, I was listening to a clip uh, that somebody had posted on YouTube of my brother, my brother, and me because I thought it would be. It was just called my brother, my brother, and me extra bit, and I thought maybe it was something funny. That I had done, and I needed to brighten my day a little bit, so I thought, oh, man, that would feel good. And I listened to it, and it was just a bit where we were, like, calling people's names out at the end for tweeting about the show. Do you remember when we used to do this? Yeah. This is, like, episode 150, if I remember correctly, so over, like, basically over two years ago. And one of the names I thanked for tweeting about us was Drew Davenport. That dude has been on the bus for so long, much longer than I realized. Yeah. And he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't have. He wasn't the Drew Davenport back then. He had to he listen. Was, uh, he was uh, Drew Davenport. One of multiple Drew uh, Davenports. So sorry, Zoe Kinski climbing that ladder. Let me get that Yahoo from you. Uh, it's by Yahoo Answers user Benjamin C who asks: Is Mountain Dew screwing with my head and increasing my sex drive? Hmm? 
Hey guys, smiley face. Okay, so I had my first bottle of Mountain Dew about five days ago. Since then, I've been having like one to two 500 milliliter bottles a day. Just today, my girl, just today, my girlfriend said I've been acting weird slash different. I'm only 16, but apparently my sex drive has increased and I've become, quote, cocky. Cocky means cheeky, saying things that are risky that I usually wouldn't say. I think that's <laughs> Th- what it means thanks. anyway. Thanks, Merriam-Webster. I think that's what it means anyway. So, do you guys think it's okay to do with the do? I'm English, by the way. So the do only just recently arrived. Man, I love this stuff. But depending on what you guys think, I reckon I'll quit doing the do. What do you think? Thanks. And then, just to bookend it, another smiley face. Okay, one, I love anybody who says cocky. Oh, you probably don't know what that means. Uh, Here's what it means. Anyway, that's what I think it means. God, if only there was some way to figure it out for sure. Griffin, is it possible that this is a Mountain Dew buzz marketing, like, British thing, where they're like, I guess it made me sex too good? I don't know, you guys. You should check it out. I drink, like, two bottles of it a day. I, it just got here to England. It's it's this new thing called Mountain Dew that apparently it makes is, your sex real good? It's amazing to me. The, the amazing thing to me is that this shit's just now getting over to the aisles, as I right. as I call them. Because, to call well, it, it had to go on the ships. Yeah, and yeah, and they got lost. There's there's two reasons why I find this wonderful. Is first of all the fact that it only just arrived. This venerable brand that I wish we had picked up instead of Powerade. Probably the same company owns them anyway. Uh, this means I intimate from this knowledge that uh, there has been somebody or a group of people in the aisles that have been just viciously fighting to keep Mountain Dew off their shores. Just, yeah, just there's scenes of them just like dumping it into a harbor, or or just like maybe there's some some politicking, some embargoes, trade embargoes going on just to keep just to keep this neon power juice. Out Mr. Of Prime the, Minister, we will not do that. Do we don't do it? Except and also, they have a British accent. The second thing, though, is it makes sense to me all of a sudden why British people drink so much tea that's not good. Like, not they drink not great tea most of the time. And it's just because they haven't, like, other better beverages just aren't available yet. But they're coming around now, and pretty soon it's going to be doing a biscuit, love. It's 5.30. <laughs> it's due time. due time. It's due time, baby. It's 5.30. Doing a biscuit, love. It'll, 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 you gotta, we have to. Will that trickle down here? Will we have to start calling our smallest tablespoons? Um, will we? Will we call them dew spoons? Dew spoons. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Three dew spoons of olive oil. Uh, and when you recipe. when you put your balls in another person's mouth, you're dew bagging them. Yes, <laughs> that that is. Um, but right wing that, right wing conservatives will be called dew partiers, and that sounds amazing to me. Ooh, that, I, would like a, I would yeah, join that group. I would join that group in a too. heartbeat. Uh, I think part of the problem that I'm having answering this question authoritatively, which I would love to do, uh, is that they did not specify what flavor of Mountain Dew they were drinking. And as I'm about to fill you guys in on, there are 69 different flavors of Mountain Dew they could be imbibing. 69. yeah, nice. Nice. They have to stop there. They can never make another (laughs) one. This is the most extreme number, gentlemen. We shan't make a new Dew. So I'd like to hit you guys with a few flavors, and you tell me if they are real or fake. Ooh, okay. I like to call do or no do. 
There is Are no try. Right that's a good. That's a good name. No, he's doing a Th- deal or no deal thing. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's my first one. Okay. Mountain Dew, Johnson City Gold. Don't waste my time. Okay. Is that real? No. No, that's real. It's a flavor variant with a, uh, a part of a regional dew promotion, and it has a distinct. It's a distinctive malt flavored soda from the creators of Mountain Dew. Oh my god, malt Mountain- distinct. It would be distinctive. It would it be would an be. unforgettable. This is just like experience. all those other malt flavored sodas. Dewitos, Mountain Dew, Dewitos. I'm gonna say that's real. I- what would you think it is? Dorito Travis. flavored. Correct. It is real. It was tested on college campuses in 2014. Oh, my God. Mountain Dew Frigid Blast. No, that's not real. You stumbled I over mean, it. I made that one up. Yeah. Mountain Dew Thin Ice Freeze. That one, yes. I'm going to go real. Maybe like as a Happy Feet promotion? Dragon Fruit, Acai, and Pomegranate flavors. <laughs> of course. Mm, that's what I want. Mm, I'll have Mount- that. Excuse me, sir. Do you have this on tap? Mountain Dew... Kryptonite ice. Yeah, that's real. For that's sure, super real. There is a lot of flavors of Mountain Dew, and they are not as funny to read as I thought they would no, be. They is never there are. one that's like Crystal Dew? I feel like somebody sent that to us recently. Yeah, and like that's just... that's the one that uh, tastes like Crystal Bernard's sweat. Then <laughs> <laughs> mm. the original tagline for that was "It'll give you wings," but uh-huh. then fucking Red Bull chomped that flavor. And they had to change it to, it'll make you watch wings. It'll make There's one. Mountain Dew grape. <laughs> no. No, there was, there was Mountain Dew. <laughs> then there's parentheses, think of better title later. <laughs> it, is, it is only available in 12-ounce cans in certain Japanese vending machines. <laughs> Bill, will you punch this up later? Thanks, Tim. Thanks. Maybe like pre-wine juice blast or something? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe like extreme mountain splash. I don't know. You'll think of something. You're a genius. So this is weird. One of the yahoos I picked out for us to do on this episode was actually a quiz about monster energy flavors. And I'm wondering if I should just jettison that into the archives. Um, no. You should actually probably do it right now. Yeah, you should do it right now. Quiz flip. Flipping the quiz. I'm gonna Quiz flip. I have some monster energy flavors based on this Yahoo sent in by Chase Greenlee. Thank you, Chase. Asked by Yahoo Answers user Invisible. They're gone. They're dead. Uh, but they asked, what are all the monster energy flavors? And Yahoo Answers user also not available. Man, Yahoo, you need to get your fucking website right. Uh, reply with a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm just going to hit you with, with, some, with some of them. And you tell me if they're real or not. In a game we like to call Do or No Do 2. This is my guess. Yeah. Frankenberry, Booberry, Fruit Brute, Yummy Mummy, Count Chocula. No, these are beverages that are drank by DJs to help them fucking party harder. How about uh, Monster Assault? Yeah, I think that's real. Yeah, Monster Low Carb. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, that one's real. Monster Mixed. Real. No, no, not real. That's right, Justin. It's not real. Now, Monster Monster Mixed with two X's. Real. Yeah, that one's that one's on point. How about Monster Rehab? Real. Yeah, that's a whole chain. They got they got uh, tea, lemonade, and energy flavor, which I guess now is dew 
do lemonade and energy. It's a it's a delicious cocktail. Is it supposed to be like get you over hangover? Is that the idea? It's anti monster. It's it nullifies the monster already coursing through your veins, poisoning you from within. It's, How about it's mo- basically liquid silver? How about monster hitman? Oh yes, yeah. That's another chain of flavors. There, uh, monster shots, three fluid ounces of straight party juice. <laughs> Uh, Monster Hitman. When you only have a short break in between the two records you're playing as a party DJ. Right. There's Monster Hitman regular, who, and if you drink that, you're an idiot. Because you should <laughs> instead jump on Monster Hitman Lobo and Monster Hitman Sniper. Monster <laughs> Hitman Sniper. Monster Hitman Sniper was the name of a product that Monster created. And they said, we need a name for this horrible poison shot. And someone said, Monster Hitman Sniper. And they said, you just said three different words that are sound scary. And of course, that's what we're going to name it. Happy birthday, Robert. This is your present. We're going to go with your bad, bad idea that you came up Mon- with at this monster meeting. Monster Hitman Sniper sounds like the the translated Japanese title that Die Hard would have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what they call it in Japan. Uh, there's there's some crazy shit up in here. Espresso Monster Hammer. <laughs> it's just like weird three <laughs> words. How about Espresso Monster and Hammer? Yeah, cool. Why not? Hey, there's hey, also let me, Italian let me... Cafe Monster. There's Vienna Monster. Remember that waiter, Jean Luc? And he did that, that sick kickflip over the table. <laughs> hey, how about he, let me hit you with Karate Chop my lawn chair now? How about this Laser Monster Sword? Well, yeah, let's just, yeah, laser monster sword, sure. Mm-hmm. Again, as long as we get monster in there, the other two words just have to sound radical. Hey, how about jetpack monster monster? So two monsters? <laughs> yeah, but like the second one's not the brand. Worth it's it. like an actual Worth monster. It. How about mother of all monsters? That's pretty good, too. How about monster monster monster? Yeah, I'm <laughs> that. I'm currently 17 years old and just got out of high school, but not by graduating. That is a cool thing to say. <laughs> wow. I, why am I not asking this person for advice? I will be 18 this August. When I'm starting to look for a job and save it for a deposit on a place once I turn 18. I'm just looking for some advice as far as general how to be an adult advice. And that's from a boy as dry as a popcorn fart in Atlanta. This is crazy. <laughs> This is a crazy thing you've asked us. We've we've made a fucking podcast empire out of drip feeding these answers to people. And you want us to just close up shop and and have a going a fire sale on adult advice? How you're you're partying 24/7. You're the coolest person I've ever met. Well, how about I ask you how to get her done constantly? Is that a thing that you ask people? I don't think that Larry the King Guy has ever made it a question. How to get her done. <laughs> well, I guess nobody in the audience has ever been brave enough to ask. Wait, uh, s- sorry, sorry, sorry stop, stop the Morris. show. Stop the show. What do you mean by that? Uh, <laughs> you know, compadre, you just get her done. Yeah, you said it. You can't just keep saying it. Uh, well, I well, mean, I can. It's I'm legally bound to three times a minute. No, this is the thing. What you guys don't know is if somebody asks that question, Larry the Cable Guy is able to remove his hat, revert back to the human being he was, and then the person who asked the question has to take over and as Larry the Cable, Cable Guy. Cable when guy. they put the hat on, they become Larry the Cable Guy until yeah. they're able to eventually solve the riddle of how to get her done. 
or or so pass the curse along what, to the next person. Exactly. What you just described is is a mirror universe version of the plot of Tooth Fairy, mm-hmm. which Lawrence the Cable Gentleman is also in. Oh, yeah, he is in. Well, that's where they it's got like the a, idea. Uh, for Larry the wait, wait, no, Larry on. the Cable Guy said, "I got an idea for a movie. It's like this horrible hellscape that I'm trapped in." And what they, if the, what if there's a blue collar comedian who was every day his whole existence was a painscape from which he ever never received any relief, and he missed the days when he was a neurosurgeon without an accent. <laughs> I used to be a patent lawyer in Rhode Island. <laughs> I had a wife and kids. I haven't seen them in 12 painful years. And I guess what I'm saying is get her done. Wink, wink, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Boy, that makes you sure makes you curious, doesn't it? You could be, <laughs> you could be 27th in the line of Cableman. <laughs> a proud tradition of pain. <laughs> what if at the end of the Santa Claus... Uh, Tim Allen was just like freed and he's walking out the door of like of Santa Claus HQ at the North Pole and he's like oh my god I'm gonna get out there and live my life I'm finally free of this curse and like the last scene after the credits as he's leaving is he stumbles across Larry the Cable Guy who just stares at him and is like get her done <laughs> and like, and Tim Allen like uh, as though driven by some otherworldly force asks him like what do you mean get her done and it's just the cycle begins anew, except this time he's Larry the Cable Oh, so like the last shot is just Larry the Cable Guy's face lighting up. Like, exactly. Ah. Yeah. Um, so adult advice. <laughs> I think there's something in there, right? I think I, I, my I, number one piece of adult advice is to whenever like a new scenario, like how to get health insurance, paying bills, whenever a scenario like that presents itself... Like, just do it. Like, learn how to do it. Educate yourself on it rather than, like, trying to dance around it until eventually at, like, 25 you have to deal with it. Because if, like, at 18 you can really start to wrap your mind around all of the, like, minutiae of, like, how to day-to-day deal with, like, adult life, you'll be so far ahead of the curve. There's stuff I didn't learn how to do till I was, like, 23 or 24 that I should have been doing so far ahead of that. Is it fucked up to say go back to high school and finish just finish it? You got so close. You, you got so, so close. close. Like I, I mean I get it. I get it. I get, I it. get it. It's the worst. But you are so close. Like it breaks my heart that you put in 17 of the 18 years that you got to do to to finish it. And if you finish it like I feel like it's going to be a lot easier for you out there. At the very least just take like take the test for the GED. Like Yeah. You can do it. It's it's super easy. It's probably super hard. I probably couldn't pass a GED test now. No question. No question about it. I would. I barely passed my driver's test. Yeah. No question. I I I drive uh, my little sister Riley from school, and I sometimes and I ask her like, "So what'd you learn today?" And she starts describing things that I feel I feel like my brain is melting. Like trigonometry. Trigam. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. This is good. No, there. No, I could not process it anymore. Couldn't handle it, especially. Uh, you know what? I definitely couldn't handle it anymore. Why I could not do what this person's doing? I could not handle being in a room for an hour and a half, and also I have to eat lunch at like ten thirty or some crazy time, and I have to be in a room for an hour and a half listening to a person, and I can't just like, well, I'm an adult. Bye. <laughs> Walk out. <laughs> that that power is what guides me through every situation in my life. Even if I'm going to sit and listen to somebody for an hour and a half, I know I have the power. To not learn. 
to not to learn. defiantly right. unlearn things to unlearn go back to school go back to school or don't or don't if whatever. you're not gonna back if you're not gonna go back to school learn a martial art because if, if there's one thing I know it that if you're gonna wander the world you'd better be a black belt in something well I don't well, think they're talking about and you're not gonna be a black belt in trigonometry or social studies clearly. So maybe it's time to learn, like, Krav Maga or something, which I don't think has belts, but the point remains. Here's my advice that may be terrible. <laughs> the, the Travis McElroy story. McElroy story. Um, yeah. Is this. There are lots of people that, like, whenever you hear a story about someone that's really successful in, like, the entertainment industry, for example, who says, like, well, I didn't go to college and said I just started working and now I'm where I am now. So my advice is this. Either go back to school. And focus on doing school or go into your chosen field and work your fucking ass off. Because what you don't get to do is neither. Like, you don't get to not finish schooling and also kick around for four years. I mean, you do. Lots of people do that. Yes. But very rarely is that the person that you're reading, like, the Fortune 500 you know, like just don't waste time. About. I guess is what Travis is saying. Exactly, if you're not going to be in school. Fine, like that's not for everybody. But like, throw yourself into something. Yeah, like, go travel or go like work really hard at a field and get really good at it. Do something. Like, if you're not going to do the school thing, like don't just don't waste these days. You're young. You're uh, uh, probably strong, very strong and virile. Just don't waste fucking sexy. <laughs> Sexy? sexy that works for type. another reason too because when people are like why didn't you finish school if your response is nah i just i watch spongebob a lot like no one respects them but if you're like you know what i got out there and started living my life then everybody's gonna be like oh okay that makes sense i would also say in terms of good adult advice is don't be afraid of how much stuff you don't know about being an adult because look around at all the dum-dums that are successfully doing that stuff like right. all of the dum dums that know how to get a social security card and pay your taxes, there's they're silly, silly, silly goofs, and and they can do it. You can do it. You can do anything if you believe you in yourself. Out. You can do anything. You can do anything. But I think you should finish school because you got real close. Money zone. Let's go to the money zone. like to tell you guys about a sponsor that i'm very close to okay and how close i mean about two feet away because it's like uh, in my bedroom right now one might say you've been sleeping with this sponsor i've been sleeping with it. i'm in bed with this sponsor <laughs> here's the thing you guys and it's not it's not my- powerade who does send sexual representatives that, that is in this contract the three of us have to take turns making love to and i hate it i don't I like mean, it all hate it but here's the thing, you guys. My brother, my brother, and me is sponsored in part by Casper, an online retailer of premium, obsessively engineered mattresses for a fraction of the price. Casper, I have a Casper mattress. I'm a big fan of it. Teresa and I, uh, you know, in the past, I've always uh, been very picky about my mattresses. I had the same one for far too long. And then when we moved, it was time to get a new mattress, and we tried this out, and it it's amazing. Like, I, I've slept so well since I got it. I usually, like, toss and turn, and I have woken up in the same position every you day. you really since. use it? Because I, I thought initially you were going to use it as a guest bed. You, like, got down with it. Oh, I got down with it. As soon as it got here, we were like, oh, no, this is, this is our new jam. This is the coolest thing. It came in a box. Um, I'm going to say, like, about two feet by two feet and then about three feet tall. 
four feet tall. I mean, depending on the size of the mattress you get, of course. But it comes in a completely, like, compact, manageable. It's all rolled up in, like, a sealed package. And then when you open it up, basically all the air rushes back into it. And it kind of, like, you know in cartoons when someone pulls the tab on, like, a, a raft? And it suddenly goes like, right. fum, fum, fum. that's what it does. And it's super Did fun. Did you have to like clear the room? Like, oh no, oh no. Oh, well, I, sh- I probably should have better. It like, it expanded out. The cat ran away. It was great. Did you Now you can just put these bad boys right on the floor, right? Like you don't need a box spring or whatever. No, right? it, it works on, you could put it, we have a slatted bed, so we don't even have a box spring. And it works great with that. You can put it on the floor because it's so supportive. You don't need anything underneath it. And Casper has a risk-free trial and return policy. So you can try sleeping on Casper for a hundred days with free delivery and painless returns. Like that's that's a ridiculous offer. A hundred days. So over three I don't three know what they're months. charging for these mattresses, but I bet it's $50 too much. Well, here's the thing, Justin. My brother, my brother, and me listeners can get $50 towards any mattress per- purchase. If you go to casper.com slash mybrother and use the promo code mybrother, all one word at checkout, you get $50 off. Now, terms and conditions apply, of course, because- What's that mean? Is, What's that mean? What's that mean? It means that there are terms and there are conditions and they apply to the situation. God, no. <laughs> no, God. I just want it scot free. Well, we all want scot free mattresses. I don't but sometimes want Scott comes with them, and that's one of the terms. I'm afraid my of friend conditions. Scott, he comes with the mattress. So go to Clasper.com slash my brother and use promo code my brother, and you can save it to fifty dollars. And they have eye. all different sizes, and like it, it's a great product. And there are no terms and conditions. Don't no it, terms they, and conditions. No Griffin. We have to terms say and conditions this. apply. No, no, no. We, we have to say that terms and conditions apply. But don't worry. No terms and conditions to be found here. <laughs> Tell them you're with us. <laughs> they, know, they know us. Tell them oh, they know us. You guys are my bambinos. We'll waive the terms and those conditiones, my man. I don't know. I'm going to have to check with my boss upstairs. Uh, no conditions, if, huh? Let me see if I can get you a good deal vis-a-vis terms and conditions. Yeah, waived. Waived them right now. There will be straight up, though. There'll, there's going to be some terms and conditions. We're goofing. We're all having a good time now. But don't try and sneak past those terms and conditions because they'll catch you. <laughs> Note to future advertisers, if you put the line terms and conditions apply in our copy, we will talk about it for three minutes. <laughs> we will make sure they know that terms and conditions do, in fact, apply. Uh, I have another message here from a sponsor that paid us to talk about them. And it is Nature Box. Heard? But they wouldn't have to. No, they wouldn't. They could, I mean, they could pay us in many Belgian waffles at this point. But Nature Box is your online premier source for delicious, healthy snacks. These snacks are all made with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams trans fats, and no high fructose corn syrup. You can get those mini Belgian waffles. You can get some strawberry lemonade fruit stars. You can get a sweet and salty nut medley. Oh, my God. Those sound so good. Uh, if you go to naturebox.com slash my brother, you can get a free trial box of their favorite snacks. That's naturebox.com slash my brother. Get some free snacks that you can eat in your bed, your new bed, your new Casper bed. I got a message for Breezy B uh, from Better Know a Husband. That's, uh, know. That sounds like a weird punny name, like you better know a husband, but it actually uh, has the name Noah in there. So I'm very confused. That is that is very confusing. Happy 12th anniversary, Breezy B. I'm so excited we're doing new things together, like listening to the brothers and raising our daughter. Hopefully not at the same time. Who, by the time you're hearing this, is at least one year old. I love you. Here's to an exciting 12 years. And there's a note here that says, P.S. Brothers, 
Wifey likes it when you go meta. Oh, okay. Um, um, what does that mean? I mean, it's like we talk about like the show, but we like part the veil. Um, I'm wearing three headbands. Is that meta? I got a headband okay. holding on my headband. Is that true? Yeah. I just, okay, I'll, I've been looking around the desk, picking up headbands and putting them on as I got bored. Uh, I've been drinking. Uh, that's what happened a lot this episode, huh? Yep. Three I've times been, at least. I've been drinking the same cup of coffee since 7 a.m. this morning, and it's really, really, really gross. But I don't feel like going back in the kitchen and pour myself a new cup and throw it in the microwave. Speaking of uh, drinking coffee, I had a realization this morning that some of my classic moments that I remember the most fondly on this program and have not listened to again have been when I've been drunk at live shows. Mm -hmm. And I had this realization today when I was making my coffee and I saw that bottle of raspberry liqueur staring back at me. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a minute. This is where it starts. Hold Hold on. Wait a second. You can swallow this stuff anytime. Oh, boy. It is always swallowable. Oh, Jesus. Right? You don't have to be about to go on stage. The crazy thing about alcohol that you forget sometimes you can drink it whenever. Yeah, it's it's, drink, it's drinking in the moon yeah. time, drinking in the noon time, drinking at supper time. When drinking is a liquid, you can drink drinking anytime. You can do it whenever. Yeah, sure. We've got uh, another message for Kurt. <laughs> we've got a message here for Justin. We love you, and this is a safe place. <laughs> Shambered. Is my pronounce that correctly? That's the raspberry liquor. Shambered. Yeah. Nailed it. Crushed it. This message is for Kurt. It's from Coop, Jeremy, Mike, and Mike. To our favorite sub 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 librarian, Kurt with a C, except it's spelled with a K. Happy birthday and congratulations on finding and catching your true white whale. We hope your marriage to Becky will be a long and happy one. Hashtag Gone Girl. Wait, what? <laughs> did you get Gone Girled? Are you Gone Girled? Do you, do you guys know how exponentially the rate of Gone Girling? has increased since that fucking movie dropped. Didn't happen with the book, because nobody reads books. When that movie dropped, Gone Girling is like mm-hmm. one out of every three marriages in so That's going to be John Quinones' new show, To Catch a Gone Girl. Yeah. And it's a, you, not everybody pulls a Ben Affleck. Not everybody can reel it back in. You know what I mean? A yeah, lot right. of folks just get eximacuted because mm-hmm. they get Gone Girled successfully. We shouldn't, should, probably shouldn't like delve too deeply into the plot of Gone Girl here on our, on our, uh, uh, where we don't want to spoil the movie Gone Girl. Wait, are we going to well, travel back in time to six months ago when no one had seen Gone Girl? I mean, I'll spoil the book for people, because like Griffin said, <laughs> right, but uh, I don't want to spoil a movie. I'm just saying, keep your keep your wits about you. And Gone Girl, Gone Girl, the girl in Gone Girl, it doesn't necessarily refer to a, 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 a gender. You can, you can Gone Husband, like, easy. And, and, and that's, that's happening, too. That's called Gone too. Fishing. Gone well, no, it's not called gone fishing. It'd be called like men gone love boy. men love to fish and ignore it's called, their wives. It's called bye bye boy. And a lot of a lot of husbands out there <laughs> are bye bye boying their wives. And it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. There's it's bad. Don't do it. Can't it's we just the, call it like gone what's the word I'm looking at? like SO? Like gone like Sayonara SO. So long SO. See a spouse. See a spouse. See That's a spouse. great. That's, That's all good. inclusive. But Everybody wait, can people, see a spouse. Some people don't uh, believe in ha- having a state sponsored relationship. Peep. They want to keep it open ended. Peace out, partner. Mm. Peace out, partner. Ooh, peace out, partner. I'm saying just we need to start including that as, uh, just like de facto in vows, like in sickness and in health. Also, I won't bye bye. I won't bye bye boy you at all. 
I want bye bye buddy you. Well, that's for like best friendships. You can bye bye buddy somebody. It's just called moving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a police officer. I'm investigating. You're missing buddy. Why are you inve- Why are you even talking to what me? What do you right mean? Now? He lives in Indianapolis. He moved to Indianapolis, moved to North Dakota. I like. What? I don't know why I'm responsible for that. This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Not a parenting podcast. Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org. Uh, how about a Yahoo? Okay, that's fun. Uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Zoe Kinski again. Thank you, Zoe. It's by Yahoo Answers user Amy Rose, who asks, I'm so have a crush on Sonic the Hedgehog. Help. Lol. It gets kind of annoying crushing on someone who is probably not real. Someone cure me of my crush. Oh, God. So much to unpack. Not really. This person's in love with Sonic the Hedgehog, and they're not sure if they're real or not. And I can any of us be sure? They're real in the sense that he's a pop icon, right? Mm-hmm. Who is you like... Know- We've Einstein all been in love would with say her. that there's countless universes yeah. in which everything happens. You know, we can't we can't say what is real or what is not real because it's only our perceptions yeah. that determine that. So there is definitely a universe in which Sonic the Hedgehog is real and yeah, is just sure. going to town on this woman. Well, well, I, I statistically. Everything's happening in some universe at, okay. at all times. You're saying infinite monkeys on infinite time right, typewriters with an uh-huh. infinite amount of time will eventually create Hamlet. Somewhere in some alt universe, Sonic is real and making love to this person. Oh, just going to town on it. Guaranteed. I, I, Griffin, at this point, I'm not even comfortable calling it making love. No, because he goes no. he goes way too fast. So fast. is... And motion is not part of it. It is just flesh machines <laughs> yeah. at that point. Yeah, for at sure. this point, they're just doing what comes naturally, and that's just Sonic the Hedgehog having sex with a woman. <laughs> hey, it actually happened in the 2006 Sonic the Hedgehog. Anyway, we're getting completely. If you want to re- end your uh, love affair with Sonic the Hedgehog, you could do like uh, the rest of the nation did and just play any Sonic the Hedgehog game from the past 15 years. Yeah. Play Sonic Free Riders. See if you still have a crush on him. I guarantee you will not. What's the one where Sonic goes to the Olympics? Sonic 3D Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, let me introduce... <laughs> Becky, I know you've had a hard time getting over the Sonic the Hedgehog. Can I introduce you to my friend Crash Bandicoot? Crash, come in here. Hey, what's up? <laughs> uh, this is my friend Becky. She's been uh, real lonely lately. You look like you've I'll been hurt. I'll leave you two to it. You look like you've been hurt by an echidna. <laughs> That's the worst part of having an unfulfilled crush on Sonic is that you know when you're the most vulnerable, Tails is going to be like knocking at your door. Hey, 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 you okay? Hey, I'm so sorry. You know you deserve so much better than that. Take it from me, Knuckles. Miles. What are you doing here? You get away from her. <laughs> I'm so sorry he was bothering you. Listen, how you doing? Do you want to do it in the Robotnik tonight, Travis? <laughs> You. Best part about Knuckles is he's into threesomes, probably. <laughs> well, let me read you some of my fan you just, fiction you that'll just, prove that that is correct. You just plug Knuckles into your existing relationship, and then there he is. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. You like that shit? I do. I do like that shit. You can't even pretend like you don't like that shit. No, I do indeed like that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to try to deny it. I enjoyed that shit. 
My wife and I moved into a new apartment last year. Part of our duties slash domain is gardening the backyard. Last year, we discovered a plant near our back gate in late summer that turned out to be a random marijuana plant. Oh, boy. Neither of us do the pot. It was a tiny plant, so we just let it flower and figured the Minnesota winter would take care of what we didn't feel like dealing with. It died, or so we thought. This year, it appears that multiple <laughs> multiple plants have sprouted up that are totally 100% more pot. I feel bad destroying them as they as many people put in a lot of work to grow this stuff, but I also have no use for it, and it's kind of illegal. What should we do with this, brothers? That's from Mystified by Marijuana in Minneapolis. Just what's this the PO box on Breaking Bad Two? What's the PO box number for our uh, our Huntington? Uh... <laughs> Fuck that! There is a human being. We were in Minneapolis oh, dude. a month ago. There was a person presumably at that show, who was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all the pot at my house. We've been asking for years! Years! Please don't send us pot in the mail. Holy shit, please don't do that. Oh, hachi machi, please don't. Yipes. Justin, as a kid, do not do that. Um, oh. Uh, you should oof. probably start selling it. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Whoa. I mean, in, this, in this economy? Leaving money on the table? It's going to be, uh, here's what I'll say, actually. Just let it be, because that's just going to be legal countrywide in the next two years. This is a yeah. serious question that I need someone to tweet at me after the show and tell me um, the answer to this. Is is there such a thing as, like, wild marijuana Yeah, for days? sure. Yeah. But, but in, like, in the backyard of, like, a Minnesota apartment complex, it's like, oh, yeah, we got, you know, there's some clovers growing here and, like, some dandelions and some weed. Like, that's a thing? Where do you think I, it But came I could from? expect to find it in, like, a hillside out in the country. In the Shire. Just, like, in the Shire. But I'm just, it, it's weird to me that a random marijuana plant, that a bird, like, pooped out a seed of a marijuana plant oh my in God, dude, backyard. Oh, my God, so many gross misconceptions just sort of about how, nature. That's how it works. Birds, they eat the seeds, and then they poop out the seeds, and the seeds grow. Then you smoke them. You smoke. Then you smoke the if bird you smoke poop. Bur- if you smoke bird poop, you will get high. Yeah. What would you guys le- legit... Like, let's put the... Okay, I'm going to open up the joke locker for a second. Take your jokes. Put it in the joke locker. Okay. I'm going to close it up <laughs> fully. Uh, now, the jokes are in the joke locker. If you were in this situation, what would you literally do? Well, I totally get the confusion, because I'm sitting here thinking, like, one... I would be so worried that someone would find it and just immediately assume I planted it there. Sure. You know what I mean? Because the the cockamamie story of, I, it, it's just a random plant, I guess. Like, no one's going to believe that, even if it's true. How would it be discovered would be my question. I mean, I don't well, understand. you're in an apartment complex. There's other people living there. Oh, by which you mean there's plenty of other people to take the fall. Yeah. Mm, but um, that could be but somebody it's this else's plant. But it's this person's like job to garden in the backyard. Oh, that's true. They're going to be the first suspect. Yeah. But as any good cop knows, it's very rarely the most obvious. Do you suspect. think it was the apartment butler? I think it was the apartment butler, Travis. Oh, sorry, I broke into the joke locker. Let me put that back in. <laughs> Not there. really. No. No. <laughs> Not technically. I got speaking. that out of the joke shoebox that was under my bed. <laughs> right. I think you're right in that destroying this planet is the wrong move because it's it's a it's a living thing. It's kind and it's kind and it wants to help you. So you need to help it and just like to pot it very gently, move it into a pot, put that pot in another pot, and then take it inside 
and then you're going to need to find the right hydroponic system for you because there's yeah, lots of different you're probably going to have to convert your bedroom oh yeah that's not a bedroom anymore this is a no bedroom one bath in the the bedroom <laughs> the bedroom the only thing the only bed in there is a bed of that sweet kind carolina kush <laughs> i know we we live in minneapolis i know it's it's a the strain was brought here by a bird this kind strain a tired bird this brought this kind strain. this kind khaki lacky <laughs> This bird who brought it this far and then died to bring us this sweet sticky. He wind. died, and the plant grew. The, his the bird's body nurtured the seed and gave us this kind, kind kakilaki. This is our life now, honey. This is our life now. We're breaking bad. We are the ones who knock. I think. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole show, and I can't now because we don't have a TV. Because I had to move it out of the room. Because this is our garden. It got in of the way weed. of my weed. I put the plant in front of the TV and I turned the brightness all the way up. I think it's going to happen. I've been talking to it like the little prince's rose. (laughs) Man, that'd be a much different book. Yeah, it'd be a way better book. Folks, thank you so much for listening to our comedy podcast. My brother, my brother, and me. 2.0, Boys in the House. Powerade Presents. Powerade Presents. Fuck. Let me just start again. Start the whole whole episode over. Thanks. Hey. We didn't. I mean, we just didn't mention Powerade nearly enough. Hey, yeah, you're stream right. buds. Hey, stream buds. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Oh, we need a wet right. stunt. Okay, hold on. Oh, God, no! <laughs> That's what wet stunts sound like. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Power Rate Presents My Brother, My Brother, Me 2.0, Boys in the House, a Power Rate experience. Yeah, I have an idea uh, for a wet stunt. Okay. Okay. I would like everybody um, to tweet us pictures of them choosing not to drink Powerade. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> Travis, you've nailed it. Okay. The only way we're okay. going to be freed from this pri- this power prison. We have to make this relationship with Powerade as undesirable <laughs> to Powerade as humanly possible. What so, what I want you to do is use the hashtag Westunts to tweet pictures uh, that just really... Uh, really make Powerade look unappealing. That's what I need. That's what I need you to do. And, do and not tweet it. Powerade has to be in the picture. You can't just like take a picture of you going like "pu stink face." And by the way, don't tweet it at Powerade. no because I, that's not what we want that's, at all. That not what we. That's not the kind of attention we want to draw. <laughs> personally, um, it would be pretty fucking funny though. Yeah, I just don't want to get Powerade, big Powerade, because that's like Coke, right? Or Pepsi? Yeah. I don't know. I don't need them on my. We're ass. pretty big, but we're not yeah. Coca Cola big. We're not Coca Cola big. That's gonna be a good stunt. Uh, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use for theme song. It's a departure off the album, putting the days to bed. It's a wonderful album. We're gonna be kicking it with uh, John Roderick uh, at Max FunCon here in a few weeks. We're really excited. Johnny R, as I'm sure he'll insist we call him. Yeah, by the weekend's end. Uh, except that we won't call him Max. We'll all probably be too nervous to talk to him. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Anyway, thank you, John Roderick and the Long Winters. Also, thanks again to NatureBox, where you can order hundreds of great-tasting, healthy snacks. Go to naturebox.com slash brother to sign up for your free trial box of great-tasting, healthy snacks. We're also heading to John Roderick's uh, town, which he will soon be the president of. I haven't yeah, that's been right. keeping track of it, but he's running uh, for office in the Seattle area, which <laughs> big fans of. Yeah. Um, but we're doing a Pacific Northwest tour in August. Uh, we're going to Portland, Seattle, and Vancouver, August 28th, 29th, 30th, respectively. 
Um, the Portland show is already sold out. So unfortunately, you won't be able to see us at that one unless you've already got tickets. But there's still tickets available for Seattle and Vancouver. If you go to bit.ly forward slash mbmbam Seattle and bit.ly forward slash vanmbmbam, uh, tickets for that are selling out. And we, oh, it's uh, signed seating. So don't sleep on it. Go get your tickets today and we'll see you in August. Uh, go listen to the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network if you haven't already. Uh, there's some really, really great shows, all free. Uh, and if you like this one, you're gonna like all the other ones, like Rendered and Lady to Lady and One Bad Mother, uh, and Throwing Shade and Jordan Jesse Go and Judge John Hodgman. Uh, we and all play Bones, The Adventure Zone, and and Bunker Buddies. Yes, which are all shows we do. Travis, you have a new show. Uh, it's not on Max Fun, but. Uh, you want to tell it's the my people brand about new it? Show, yeah. Um, so Brent, Brent O'Floss, who uh, was my roommate in college and has been one of my best friends for 13 years, he and I launched a new show called Trends Like These. Um, basically, we talk about what the trending news on the internet. So, for example, last week we talked about Dad Bod. We talked about uh, Jaden Smith showing up to prom dressed as Batman. Uh, we talked about Simon Pegg. Um, so we just talk about whatever stories are trending on like Twitter and Facebook and all over the internet. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. It's on everything. You can go to trendslikethese.com. Um, and we've got links to all the different ways to listen to the show. It comes out every Thursday and we put out many episodes on Monday to talk about the news that happened over the weekend. Uh, so go check it out and let me know what you think. I've got a new show too. It's called Things I Bought at Sheets. It's on YouTube. Search for Things I Bought at Sheets. It's with like a Z. the best thing ever. Sheets has a Z at the end. Things I Bought at Sheets. It's my new review quiz sh- food review slash quiz show with my friend Dwight Slappy. We uh, it's called Things I Bought at Sheets. And start at the beginning because you don't want to be lost. There's a playlist. <laughs> Big Gulp is on hiatus, as you all know. Um, but we're gonna be coming back for the fourth season. Uh, I think in July is when post-production will be wrapping up on that, and then we're doing the premiere at the Cannes Film Festival. So get there. Get there. Do you guys want a Yahoo? Yeah, one last Yahoo would be great. Here, how about a final Yahoo answer? It was sent in by, holy shit, Zoe Kinski. Thank you, Zoe Climbing Kinski. that ladder. Climbing that fucking ladder. It's uh, by Yahoo Answers user, someday. And I say it like <clears> that because <throat> there is an ellipsis at the end of it. Someday asks... Please, please help. I'm desperate. How old was Kristen Stewart when she started filming Zathura? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hey everybody, I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. We co-host Baby Geniuses every other Monday on Maximum Fun. We interview comedians, musicians, cartoonists, circus clowns, and experts in the field of... Vacations, the afterlife, cool, recipes, self-improvement, fashion, candy, beach boys, girls, turtles, twists, women dating, fitness, presidents, fair removal, conflict resolution, Santa meditation, babies, modern dinosaurs, fully in crop circles, the Beatles, middle-aged men, experts, teens, life hacking, rhyming, baby talk, personal organization, the name Dexter, Frasier, extreme eating, groceries, being a best friend, movement, jam, art education, America's Funniest Home Videos, stockbroking, spooky stories, genealogy, riddles, Pinterest, IT, magic, revenge, mothering, dogs, ayahuasca, Hollywood legends, street racing, fitting in, celebrity 
Dirty Sex, The Occult, Personal Training, The Ocean, Dennis the Menace, Modern Poetry, Sugar Gliders, Jimmy Buffett, Franks, The Tonight Show with Gun, Johnny Carson, Mountain Dew, Theme Park Safety, Dinner, bu- dinner Parties, Butterflies, Raccoons, Pasta Chase, and Bob Dylan. Join us every other Monday! Yay!